tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. You know, Michelle Malkin, she posted a, um, a video on YouTube about mask mandates. And I, shockingly, YouTube took it down. But this just happened like a couple of days ago. Like I saw her post about it. Breitbart writes a whole article about it. Man, this happened to me like, like four weeks ago. Nobody wrote any articles about me. What about old Casey? Huh? They just... Here's what hurts. I know them all. <laughs> I know them all, and it still doesn't get written. Uh, everybody forgets about old me. Boss, family, Josh. Everybody forgets me. All right, R&B Car Company. They didn't forget me. They got me a solid deal. Go to rbcarcompany.com. Take a look at their inventory and special promotional offers. Let them know that I sent you. Okay. Uh, first of all, I wanted to, um, I didn't get a, I didn't get the notification yesterday. Um, Elkhart Councilwoman Mary Olson did pass away yesterday. I want to offer condolences to her family and, and uh, friends about that. I know that a lot of people that I know were personal friends with her. So wanted to go ahead and pass on my condolences to everybody there. Uh, Penaris Madison, St. Joseph's schools uh, will move to mask mandates for students and staff. So that is already Already happened. School board meeting was yesterday. Mask mandate is back in effect at Penn Harris Madison schools after school board members voted five to two to require them during their meeting on Monday, August 23rd. Uh, from what I understand, some pretty hysterical moments happened. You know, if you go back to before we knew the virus was aerosolized when people were still wearing masks, you remember what Casey was talking about when it came to masks? You remember what I was talking about? How nobody was using them properly. I wasn't telling you to take them off. I was telling you to wear them, but nobody was using their mask properly. Everybody's touching their mask. Everybody's taking their mask off and setting it down on things. And and then, you know, every time you saw a politician go up to a podium, take their mask off, set it down on the podium, then pick their mask back up, put it on their face, and the next person to come up after them, take their mask off and stick it down on the podium. All I could think of was all the times the health department showed me those stupid little videos about cross-contamination. Everybody should be well aware of this. If there's a pandemic and you think the mask is going to save you, putting the mask down on a dirty surface contaminates that surface. Why do you wear the mask anyway? Just in case you has the COVID, right? That's the point. Just in case you has the COVID, that's why you wear the mask. So what if you have a COVID and you take off your contaminated mask and set it down on a podium when a bunch of other people are going to speak on the podium? Didn't you just contaminate the podium and everybody else's mask who gets set on the podium. I'm told that there was a moment where a pro masker shocker doesn't know how to properly use a mask and took their mask off and set it down on the podium yesterday. And then I'm told that there's a bunch of people who were not interested in going up to a contaminated podium after that. And I'm also told that the, the board members and everybody else who is in charge over there didn't really think it was a big deal to clean said podium. I thought we were supposed to be following the science here. This is basic, routine, established cross-contamination for surfaces. This is not difficult. If, if your mask may be infected with COVID, you setting the mask down on a podium infects the podium. Anybody else who comes in contact with that podium or their mask comes in contact with that podium is risking being infected by said COVID spreader. It's kind of like when you had the pro-mask rally at Penn the other day and the lady who organized the rally wanting to put masks on all of your, your adorable little kids doesn't have her mask on right. The mask is below her nose. She didn't even bother to put the mask 
over her nostrils just for the television cameras. I don't know. It is the most bizarre crap, I think, that I have ever seen in my entire life. St. Joseph County moving from blue to yellow in the state's COVID color-coded map. The board's president said that they had to consider masks again to keep schools open. I Friendly reminder, there exists no science where this is in any way plausible. The move may be temporary depending on the rates of cases. PHM schools weren't the only district that moved to require masks on Monday. A man was escorted out of St. Joseph Public Schools board meeting on Monday evening after board members voted unanimously to require masks inside schools. You know, I've got reports of kids refusing doing sit-down protests in, uh, I think it was in Mishawaka, doing sit-down protests and, and refusing to go in. I've seen some parents today who've had to pull their children out of school. School's not caring about it because the kid won't wear a mask all day. Some of them are very young. It's their first year of school. They won't wear the mask every day and, or all day. And so they're having to pull their kids out of school. I mean, this is, again, this is just one of the most bizarre things. St. Joseph County is saying we might have to wear masks just to keep schools open. You have, here, look, I posted this today on Facebook. Okay. Every, here's what you need to understand. Everything in this post is verifiable and 100% correct. Peer-reviewed studies showing hydroxychloroquine is effective against COVID, 249. Peer-reviewed studies showing ivermectin is effective against COVID, 42. Peer-reviewed studies showing masks are effective against COVID, zero. That's a fact. That is a Fact. But of course, when you've got a bunch of politicians who are only concerned with their careers and they don't know anything about the science, but they can't be seen to be doing nothing, right? They have to be seen as, well, we're trying. At least we're trying. Everything that we're doing is wrong and it didn't work, but at least we were trying. That's all they're trying to do. That's what they're trying to do for you. They are ignoring even the latest study which came out over the weekend, which showed masks didn't work. The latest one. They're ignoring that. That study came out, and it was like the next day the dominoes started falling. They've ignored all of the research that shows that masks are very bad for children. Yeah, the media too, as people are pointing out on the, the live streets. The media too. Yeah, 100% is the media. They all run around and tell you to follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. Okay, well, the, the science says you should be given hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and not wear a mask. That's what the science shows. I don't know what else to tell you. But it's all about politics. It's all about optics. It's all about virtue signaling. Every single speck of it. Uh, what's, their, what's their name? June, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hi, June. Welcome to the program. Hello. Can you hear me? This isn't Jim. I'm sorry. What is your name then? June. June. That's what I said. Oh, I am so sorry. That, that's okay. Jim. Sorry. I'm used to people not listening to me. It's okay. I'm I'm married and I got two daughters. Gotcha. I was at the board meeting. Uh huh. I didn't know. I didn't know if you talked to anybody else that was uh, there last night. 
Not on the air, just privately. I wanted to address, you said about the gentleman that uh, it's about, oh, maybe a third into the night. He walked in, he talked about the podium being contaminated, trying to make a point. Mm -hmm. I want to give kudos to the board member that decided she'd get up and clean it for him. The, uh, why did the, it, one, board mem- the but, one board member said, your time's running. But why did it take no, so not. long? Why did it take so long for somebody to come to the basic realization that that podium had now been contaminated? I think because people go there, you've got your mindset on what you want to deliver, and I just don't think that you're thinking 160. But I want to give kudos. The board member that got up to clean the podium was also one of the two that voted to keep masks optional. Mm. I don't know her name. Um, if you look online, she had her hair in a ponytail and a red ribbon. Okay. But she also was the one that got up and cleaned the podium. Well, good for her. Give kudos to her. But uh, you would have thought, I mean, that when he did that, that it, there was complete silence, dumbfounded look on all their faces. It, it was priceless to watch. Yeah, it's... Um, I, was, I was incredibly disappointed and here's my point with exactly what those parents were talking about and you know what the media is getting it wrong it wasn't 50 50 percent i believe i believe there was three presenters with masks on okay i had heard the same so i had heard the same thing from several people who were there which they also called out some of the local media for showing pictures where there's only like three people or something like that and yeah. they were saying, no, there was a lot of people there. Angie Gates is the one who apparently cleaned the podium, I'm being told. Um, okay. So, but, but you know, here's the thing. It's, this is basic established science on surface contamination. You must sanitize the surface. Why is it that, you know, if we're going to go back to mask mandates, why do we not go back to the surface sanitizing like we were doing before? How is it all of a sudden that doesn't matter? It, it, you're right. You're right. If I may, before we hang up and your time is, I want to make, can I make one point? Sure. Now, I want everybody to think about this. There was, a, there was a woman that came to the podium, and she was brilliant. She challenged the entire board to do what she's asking the kids to do, which was put on a mask this morning, wear it in the car, the whole nine yards. But here's what I want to leave you with. Our heat index right now, I believe, is 105 They've got those kids on school buses with no air conditioning masked up. There is not a person in their right mind that would do that to a child. And that is what we are doing to our children. These kids are getting off the bus. These mothers are saying these children are getting off the bus, faces beat red, mask wet, sweat rolling down their face, rolling down their backs, saying, Mommy, please don't do this to me. And then a child psychologist zooms in and says, there's no traumatic effect to a child wearing a mask. I witnessed it with my own eyes. Well, here's the problem with that. Multiple peer-reviewed studies, not just in the United States, but all over the, the, the globe, have shown the exact opposite. So anybody in the psychiatric profession who comes on there, a counselor or whoever, and says there's no there's no psychological effects from this is straight up lying to you.
because we have gone over those peer-reviewed studies. I have published them on my website. I've talked about them on this show extensively. Anybody who says that is a liar, period, and should lose their license. Thank you, Casey. If I can encourage every single listener, if they have a child or grandchild in this school system, as easily as they overturned it, they need to overturn it again. If you get an opportunity to get involved, lay down everything else on your schedule and come to the aid of these children. I don't have a child there. I don't have a grandchild there. I don't have a dog in the fight. But anybody in your viewing, listening area, lay down whatever you're doing and get in this fight. These kids deserve it, and the board isn't listening. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. You You take care. Uh, The official number is 208 people were there opposed to masks last night. 208 was the official count. 574-2595-953. That's 25. Wait, 2595-953. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've done it. The Glass Dr. Elkhart in St. Joseph County phone line, 574-25-9953. Any counselor, and I'm going to say this right now. By the way, if you're that counselor, call me. Let's go at it. Let's do it. Because I'll give you the peer-reviewed studies, and I'll shove them right up your backside. Right up your backside, you lying piece of crap. You realize the lockdowns universally in the, in the medical and scientific community, universally lockdowns are bad. Universally, they have shown that there is a negative impact to children wearing a mask all day in school. Not just for quality of education. Yes, there's psychological and emotional issues, but also some upper respiratory issues. Acne outbreaks, which may not seem like a big deal to you, but is a pretty big deal to some of these teenagers out there. There's all sorts of issues associated with these masks. And again, the research is universal. I will repeat myself one more time, just so this is crystal clear. And if you want, go look it up. There are 249 studies that are peer-reviewed. I'm not including the ones that are not peer-reviewed. I'm only including peer-reviewed studies. There are 249 studies that are peer-reviewed that says hydroxychloroquine works. There are 42 that that are peer-reviewed that say ivermectin works. And there are zero that are peer-reviewed that say that masks work. Including the latest one that just came out over the weekend that was done by pro-maskers. And they said, shocked to find out that most masks don't work. Huh. Go to the FDA's website right now. Go ahead. Do it. Go to the website right now. Surgical masks, which are universally considered to be superior to cloth masks, do not filter particles from the air. It's on their website. That's the same FDA that gave you gave you the Pfizer vaccine on Monday. What? Why? Why are they contradicting the experts at the FDA? Why is that? I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. I will. This is this should be basic, and I realize that I'm going long here. I will make you all a deal. For you pro-maskers out there, here's the deal. You take all of these masks. I'll give you mask requirements and I'll give you mask mandates as long as you put a guarantee on that box that those masks will filter COVID. And if you you wear one of those masks in accordance with the guidelines put out by our government and the World Health Organization and you still get COVID, you can sue the hell out of that mask company. Then I'll give you a mask mandate. Watch how quick that doesn't happen. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. 
Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Just, you know, for all of you little, little pumpkins out there who want your kid to wear a mask for at least six hours a day, you should know that the published science on this for even surgical masks recommends you change the mask every two hours because of bacterial contamination and subsequent infection of the upper respiratory body. All of that published right there on the government's websites. All of it, just letting you know in case you hadn't run into it. All right, to the phone lines we go. We have uh, George. Welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. How are you? What's up, man? So I guess there was a, a little discussion about the podium incident last night at PHM. Yes. Um, it was just ironic how it played out. Um, I, we're watching. I'm in the overflow area, and I'm watching this woman going up to speak. She has a mask on. She takes the mask off and places it on the podium. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Right. And so I go and I look for the safety officer. I said, hey, she can't be doing that because it's her mask is contaminated. So I, they get me to the safety officer. I tell him what happened. I said, you know, that needs to be cleaned before the next parent goes up. He goes, I'll go talk to the board attorney and we'll take care of it. Well, she finishes. Three parents go up, nothing was done, and I was not going to speak at that podium with a contaminated podium. Well, I mean, that makes and, that makes sense. I mean, this is, again, this is basic fundamental COVID precaution 101. We were talking about contagions this night, about protection, and three parents were exposed, and possibly could have, could have been exposed, and... No one thought everyone just took it as business as usual. Well, I, I hope it doesn't happen. But if anybody who did speak after that lady gets infected, sue the board. They're the I, ones that refused I, to clean it. They're the ones that exposed everybody to it. Sue them. I couldn't believe that they actually were going to refuse me to speak and go to online conversation, then come back before Mrs. Gates came up and she graciously, you know, cleaned the podium. So. I I was just dumbfounded that it had gotten that deep, you well, know, that deep in the parent count. Like like I said, man, it's you know this, I know this. This is all about virtue signaling. This is no different than all of those politicians at the height of the infections last fall, doing the camera work and then immediately taking their masks off. The White House press corps doing the camera work and then taking their masks off the moment the cameras stopped. It's no different than yeah. that. It's all a virtue yeah. signal. The problem is is that now they're jeopardizing children because of it. Well. As someone had said earlier, it's 106 degrees with the heat index out there today. And there's going to be kids on buses going home and there's no air conditioning. Yeah. So uh, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you bringing up the conversation. Um, it was just a moment that I did not think I would ever be part of. Yeah, it's insane. Um, it's insane. It's stupid. It's unscientific. And it's frankly, it's child abuse. George, I got to run, man. I'm on a hard break, but I appreciate you calling in. Okay, Casey, right. thank you. You take care. Bye-bye. Hey, my recommendation to all of those kids on those buses, wear your mask the exact same way that mask Karen, who's trying to in install this mask Sharia on all of you, who organized the pro-mask protest at Penn, wear it the same way that she does. Below your nose. Let yourselves breathe. If she doesn't want to wear it over her nose because it's uncomfortable, you don't have to wear it over your nose either. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. 
Uh, I've been talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, by the way, that fire on the uh, toll road westbound is brutal. I think it's massive. Uh, apparently, there's another fire in New Carlisle now, according to people on the live stream. So, yeah, it's there's um, there's a lot of stuff happening today. It's hot. It's hot, even on the motorcycle. It's hot today. Uh, we were discovering the Panera's Madison situation, where Panera's Madison they they did require masks in schools. Again, there is no scientific evidence that this actually works and benefits anybody. Uh, there are plenty of studies that that show. Some negative psychological effects, some negative academic effects, uh, even some physiological aspects when you wear them for long periods of time. Now, you have to understand, when I talk about that research, that research is in no way indicative of saying if your kid wears a mask for an hour and then takes it off, that there's, there's a potential risk there. The research does show that if you are wearing them for long periods of time, there is an issue with potential um, contamination with bacteria and that sort of stuff. Uh, but mostly it's the psychological effects. And that's the issue that that is at play. And you see it routinely. Parents have seen this since last year, the psychological effects. And unfortunately, when kids are wearing a mask and they become distracted, they don't always absorb information. They don't always learn to the same degree that they normally would either. So it just continues to push students further and further behind as we are dealing with all of this. All right, uh, what do we have here? Bill, welcome to the program. Hey, Casey. What's up? Uh, I'm just kind of curious, as the administrator that had the lawsuit against Beacon, uh, did he, like, settle out of court all of a sudden? And if so, well, how much money did Beacon end up paying him? Well, I don't, I don't think that there's been a settlement there. I don't know the updates on the case. And, again, that's, you know, um, is, is a Thacker who heads up the Penhurst Madison School District. He's suing Beacon because his wife fell at one of their facilities, and, and I think she broke her shoulder. And as a result, all of a sudden, there is this large amount of pressure coming from Beacon against Penn, getting them to mask up. And Beacon has also been bleeding nurses. Nurses have been leaving Beacon left and right partially because of treatment from what i'm told and partially because of the vaccine mandates and i'm look i'm told that you know large swaths of them are leaving entire wings so we're not talking about like one one nurse leaving here and one nurse leaving there we're talking about large quantities of them so much so that beacon can't continue to operate at full capacity at most of their facilities well i just uh, someone needs to keep an eye on it is uh whether they all of a sudden, since this mask mandate went into effect, if all of a sudden they decided to settle with him out of court. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see. All right, man, appreciate it. Thank you much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, that was a question that I had last week. I'm like, look, maybe it's not connected, but I sure, it sure seems funny. Uh, by the way, some people called me and let me know that Bago is going to be having a school board meeting tomorrow at 7, right? Josh, tomorrow at 7, the Bago School Board is going to be discussing this issue, too. So if you want to go out there uh, to Bago, uh, that would be probably wise. John, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi there. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know, I'm a bus driver for Penn Harris Madison, mm -hmm. and I completely agree with what the previous callers talked about, about how hot the buses are. But that had nothing to do with the board meeting last night. That's a federal DOT mandate for all mass transit uh, that all personnel on the buses 
planes and probably yeah, trains all have to mask. It, that's that's an important distinction because yeah, this is the one where they were requiring truck drivers, you know, and things like that to wear masks while they were driving their truck too. So yes, that's an important distinction. Uh, and while the school issue inside school with faculty and with students, that is certainly because of the school board. What's happening on the buses is a federal issue. Right, and I just just wanted to point that out. All right. Hey, now, as a bus driver, as a bus driver, though, John, before I let you go, if the kids start wearing their mask the way that the organizer of the pro mask protests at Penn wears her mask underneath her nose, would you, as a bus driver, have an issue with that? Uh, I don't agree with the masks personally. Okay, and uh, I'm a bus driver, not a mask policeman. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, man, I appreciate it. I tell. <laughs> we tell them we tell them to wear them, and we're su- we're supposed to write them up to be disciplined if they don't wear their mask properly. Which gotcha. It's a whole other issue, but I hear you. Other than that, I completely agree with you, Casey. All right, man, I appreciate it. Be safe out there. Thanks. All right, take Thank care. You. Yeah, being a bus driver is um, a gracious job, as I know many bus drivers, uh, some relatives, some not. But look, it is important. It's an important distinction. Uh, for those who are upset about the buses, that is a federal issue. Uh, that comes from the federal government. But everything else, obviously, is with what happened at that school board. And they're, you know, here's the thing. You know, Beacon gets called out for going after Penn. There's that weird lawsuit situation happening. And then all of a sudden, Beacon targets everybody else. I mean, it's just an interesting timeline, don't you think? And at the end of the day, you know, Beacon put themselves in a position where they couldn't care for patients because of how they treated their, their employees. Based on what I hear, somebody actually wrote me and said, Casey, they're not bleeding, they're hemorrhaging employees right now. And based on some of the numbers that I am hearing from people leaving them, it would seem to indicate that. I don't want Beacon to be in that position. I don't want any hospital to be in that position. I don't. But this is what happens when you tell people you're going to do this or you're going to leave and then they leave or you remove them and then there's a little spike in cases. Now you've got it. Now you've got to deal. And it is a little spike at this point in time. It's not a major one. Okay. Let's not, let's stop pretending. Now give you an example here. The number of kids that are identified as having COVID right now are half the number from January. So let's relax just a little bit on this and they're not dying from COVID. Most of the kids that are in the hospital right now are in the hospital because of RSV, not because of COVID. Very important that people understand that. I got more of your phone calls coming up. 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, the Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone line, 574-25-95-953. That is 25-95-953. Back to the phone lines we go. Andy, welcome to the program. Hi, Casey. What's up? Hey, I, was just a, I have a quick uh, comment. My kids live up in the Grand Rapids area. When you think of Grand Rapids, Kent County, uh, Kent County has a lot of rural schools, not just the city schools. Most of those schools have decided to go mass optional. The Kent County Health Department just, you know, laid the law down so it could be mass, uh, mass all the all the schools in Kent County. But my sister-in-law lives up there, and she uh, couldn't have a conversation with her about COVID and about um, masks and stuff. And she said, you know, I don't believe any information that doesn't come directly from Fauci. 
<laughs> you wonder where have you been for the last six weeks? Yeah, that's a that's a good point. He has been kind of uh, MIA, hasn't he? Yeah, maybe he's on vacation with with Biden. But see, you know, and here's here's the thing: it's why are people so obsessed with him when he's been so wrong from the very beginning? I, isn't that a reasonable question to ask people? Like, it's like, why, why are you only going to listen to Fauci when Fauci has been so wrong from the very beginning, including at the very beginning when he told you not to wear a mask? Remember? Right. You know, it's it's like it's it's this bizarre cult like experience. It's a cult of personality, and I kind of equate this to like man-made global warming and stuff like that. I, I realize that there are some people out there who think it might be possible, but you know that whole movement has a major problem. None of their predictions have come true. Fauci's in that camp. He's had one prediction come true, the fall surge. That was it. Nothing else you'd has been right. You think he'd be out there, you know, helping Biden sell the whole, you know, COVID thing, whole, whole vaccine thing? Yeah, well, you know, it's, and look, as I've told people before, you know, there's funny business with Pfizer and the way that Pfizer is being treated by our government compared to Moderna, which is clearly a superior vaccine. Um, it, it just... There's a lot about this that doesn't make sense unless you look at it from one political angle to monetary angle. Nothing else makes any sense. You know, it, it, why is Fauci telling you that hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin don't work when we've got 240 plus peer reviewed studies that show that hydroxychloroquine does? And we've got 42 peer reviewed studies that show that ivermectin does. Why is he saying that that's not that's not true? What evidence does he have that that's not true? What peer-reviewed studies does he have? And the answer to that is zero. It's the most bizarre thing in the world. You're being asked to trust the science while being asked to simultaneously ignore the peer-reviewed science. Well, you can't question the king. That's the problem. Well, like, you know, Fauci is a little dork who wasn't very popular in school, and he's got a dose of power and popularity right now. And as anybody who has ever seen an ugly duckling, you know, they grow up, they're a little goofy, they're a little odd, then all of a sudden they sprout. They don't really know how to behave. And that's that's the behavior that I'm getting from Fauci. He's just like, all of a sudden, he's you know, his poop doesn't stink, and he sniffs his own farts, and everything is great. You know, it's, it's bizarre, but it's also the same thing that we have seen from, you know, teenagers for generations. Hey, man, I got to run. I'm on a hard break, but thank you so much for being right. patient. You take care. Thank you. All right. I, that's the only way that I can explain it. I mean, it's the only one that makes any kind of sense whatsoever. And when you look at the uh, the history of all of this, it's it's the only thing that lines up. It really is. All right, go to rumble.com slash Casey the host. Rumble.com slash Casey the host. Support this program. Hit that subscribe button. Doesn't cost you anything. We've got more coming up. 953 MNC.